Hello, everyone. I'm Chris White. And I am Stevens Brown. And we are from Tap Pest Control Insulation. And thanks again for downloading our podcast. We really are glad that you took the time to listen to us. Yeah, thanks for hopping back in. Today we've got a kind of an interesting topic. We kind of want to revisit the basics, so to speak. Um, but we want to talk about kind of how air moves throughout a structure, right, and, and, and in your house um, and, and how – tap helps save that energy and i know we've got three kind of overall categories we're going to get into with heat you know radiation conduction and convection but chris let's let's talk about how air moves through a structure and how tap helps save energy yeah so there's like you mentioned there there are three uh different ways that it moves through so if we break it down into uh, each section you have radiation so yep. radiation is actually the heat that comes from a heat source like the sun or a fire or a furnace um, radiation does not rely upon any contact between the heat source and the heated object like conduction and convection dough so yep. heat is usually it's transmitted through a space by thermal radiation also called infrared radiation so it's it's really something like the sun is heating up the roof right yep. that that's going to be the radiation coming off of that so that that's where radiation comes in now conduction is the transfer of heat through direct contact through the roof walls windows or other materials so the heat conducts from the hot side so the radiation that comes in on the heat to the roof then conducts um, from the hot side toward the cold side, which would be in your house at that point, depending on the time of year. But yep. um, the better the conductor, the more rapidly that heat is transferred. So um, you want it. So that's where the the um, conduction comes in. So it, it's conducting through a piece of material. Now, convection, on the other hand, con convection is very interesting, and that's the transfer of heat through the circulation of air. And this is where, you know, we remember hot air rises and cool air sinks. Yep. So what's happening is, is that hot air is actually moving throughout the building, just like if you have hot and cold air fronts, like in weather. So yep. in weather, um, you know, you get a hot, hot, like, you know, a really hot weather and then a cold front comes through, it causes wind and, and, you know, the, the change in temperatures and that's, you know, sometimes tornadoes and things like that. But, and that's a very big example of the convection that occurs. And that occurs in your house when you have things heating up and air cooling off, and it can create a lot of air movement in that house, which is where your energy loss comes from. Yep. There is a lot of convection currents moving through a house. I remember when I first kind of got into building science and insulation and all kinds of ordeals with it, I when we were learning and studying about convection loops, it was very eye-opening about how much air moves through your house <laughs> or, or shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so how do you stop that? Right. Well, that's why we have tap insulation folks. <laughs> yep. So you want to, yeah. I mean, what we're trying to do, and there's a combination of a lot of things. I mean, um, adding insulation to your attic, of course, if you have that radiator, the, the, where the roof is heating up, the attic becomes hot. Um, if you think about it and you did not have um, any insulation or, or very little, um, then the cool air that you're air conditioning your house in would then rise up through and create that air movement 
which then allows the, the heat loss. Um, same thing in the winter. It, it works the same way, just in the reverse aspect of it, right? Yep. So it, it's it's a, it's that hot and cold air. So what we're trying to do is separate that, Yep. right? So by, by adding more insulation to it, we then isolate um, the hot and the cold air so they don't mix. And, and that's that's how you save the additional energy. Yeah, the goal is to prevent, you know, all that radiation, conduction, convection, all of that energy transfer is, is what we don't want. <laughs> right. And oftentimes in walls, um, I know we do we do a lot of the attics. That's primarily what TAP is used for. It also can be used in walls, and we've yep. talked about that. But an insulation in a wall is important because for the same reasons, if you think about a house that is, let's just take, let's say it's, it's winter time and I'm heating up my house and the walls, um, you know, to the outside, maybe the house is at, let's just say 68 degrees, but the outside is at zero. Yeah. And so <laughs> depending on the thickness of your walls, let's just say it's a two by six wall. It's six inches of space um, is the difference between zero and 68 degrees. Yep. So that wall on the inside is heating up to 68. The wall on the outside is at zero. Well, that's where that air inside that wall, if there's no insulation there, is going to start we call convective looping. Yep. And and that that's exactly what creates a very uncomfortable home. If you've ever sat in a home that was 68 degrees and, you know, the heat's on, but you still feel chilled, a lot of time that's because your body is now radiating heat away because heat travels to the cold. And, and of course, that's what your parents said, right? Don't leave the door open. I'm not heating the outside. Well, dad was actually right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what's happening. The heat is traveling to the cold. So on the wall, if you feel yourself standing there um, next to a wall and you still feel chilled, it's because the actual heat from your body is moving toward the wall. If you insulate that wall and protect that cold air from being convective looping in that wall, then you would solve that issue. And that's why, you know, the comfort level of insulating a home is, is so important. Yeah. You know, I, it's funny. You see all the jokes this day and age about the, the dads and, and touching the, uh, you know, the, the thermostat, you know, they'll coming at you or hit you. Don't touch it. You know, it was just kind of funny. I led a training one time and this guy stood up, you know, we were talking about tapping. He said, yeah, he goes, I used to be a thermostat Nazi until we, you know, we put tap, we actually did walls and the attic. He said, I don't have to worry about it near as much anymore. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, well, being a dad myself, I'm uh, I would put myself in the category of watching that. Not only, yeah. not only I don't have to do it as much because I have insulation, but man, that bill can get high some oh, months. Yes. Yeah, oh, it is. <laughs> that the, the cost of energy is 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 insane. Yeah, so so that that's sort of the uh, you know the the, the nuts and and bits of all of it. Those are the the different ways that the uh, air moves through the house. So. Um, hopefully we, I, I covered everything that, that we could there. I mean, it's a, it's a simple process when you think about it, but it can be a little confusing. Um, yeah, absolutely. But, uh, I think, I think it's good to lay it out there, especially different categories, kind of give everybody a little bit understanding of how those, you know, loops work with convection, um, then the alternative being conduction and then radiation and all that good stuff. So hopefully that was some good knowledge. Um, let's see, we had, we had one question come in over the past two weeks and this came from where were they oh yeah it was mark in nebraska i think it's the first person from nebraska we've had 
But uh, <laughs> he said, he said, what is the optimal number of workers on an insulation crew? Oh man, a lot of different ways we, you could take that. <laughs> yeah, that is a, a tricky question. Uh, typically we see two. Yeah. Um, you've got one person down, uh, you know, loading up the hopper, making sure everything is running. Um, and then cleaning up where they can. And then the one person up in the attic actually doing the install for a insulation crew. Um, however, you know, if you say optimal, um, three is a good number. Um, I've always, you know, had that extra person. Now, typically the two that are the one on the hopper, the one in the attic, they're going to be more experienced than maybe, you know, the, the new guy as the third really just as the backup to do a lot of the cleaning, moving of the hoses, making sure it just optimizes the overall. Um, but, you know, I think two is, uh, is a workable number for sure. Yeah. Um, and that can be done. I think if you were, I know some companies add a third, which um, it, it, I think the third person allows you to stay on top of things quickly. Yeah. Um, but not in such a way that two people couldn't. So I think, Kind of a that's a good question because it's um, yeah, yeah I don't know what your thoughts are on that Stevens what do hey, you to to me it kind of depends on what's going on I would I would say generally like you said you, you see two but if it's something that's a new build versus a restoration and, and there might be multiple stages to it you know I, I know some people that have like a removal crew and all they do is remove where the install guys come in and it's just you know two maybe on the install crew coming the next day but on the removal crew it might have been three or four guys. Yeah. Um, so it, 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 I would say it kind of differs, but generally if we're just talking, you know, run of the mill attic capping, uh, two to three guys. Yeah. I think two in an attic capping is, was right. I think, you know, the more, as you were talking, I'm thinking a little bit more about it and, um, yeah, I think you're right. Two on an attic capping is fine. When you get into, uh, you know, I know some companies are starting to try to do walls now. Yep. I think that's, that's when you need the third, yeah. um, honestly, oh, yeah. because you're, you're now patching holes, you're doing all that. And you really don't want to wait till the end of the job to have to go back and do all that. You'd like, you know, keep everything clean and keep going. Yeah. Um, so I think a third is key when you start doing a retrofit on, you know, walls as well as attics. Yeah. Um, then this, the same thing I was going to add for air sealing too. If you are offering that as a part of, you know, your restoration, then that sometimes can be their own one to two man crew, you know, or it's really good to have, you know, that third man doing that while one may be doing, part of the attic that's already been removed so just just i guess for me it kind of depends yeah and on i think you know we've seen some folks in the last you know because of covid and um a lot of the demand has gone up that uh, a lot of companies even new construction have been reaching out to pest control companies to do new construction yep um we've had some folks doing some new construction lately and i think three is you know especially a must if you're prepping the walls in a new construction with netting I think you need that third guy there. Um, two is, like I said, we can do it, but it's not as, I think you with that third person, you definitely get the boost in productivity that you need. Yeah. So, yeah. Mark, that's, Mark good question. <laughs> yeah. I think we really got us thinking about that one. That's a, uh, that's a good one. So yeah, Mark, thank you for your question. Um, and we got the gift pack out to you um, on its way. Um Folks, send some more questions in. I think this is the first time we've only had one question. We usually get at least two. Yeah. Um, but this is one. So uh, don't, uh, you know, please send them in to us, folks. We want to we wanna get your questions answered, even if uh, it's a variation of a question we've answered in the past. Send them in to podcast at tapinsulation.com, and we'll get you a tap gift pack if you do that for us. Yeah. So thanks, Mark. So 
Moving on, we've got Herd in the Field. And so this is some real-life hand-to-plow scenario we've come across or heard from you guys. Uh, and, Chris, we had one come in uh, this these past two weeks. So what, yeah, what, what do we have? Yeah. Byron uh, was sick of hearing my dumb joke. So uh... <laughs> I think he specifically said that in the email. He said, please, no more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he, has, he, he sent in a story. Byron is from New York. Um, and he says that he was he was on a job installing tap on a on a rainy day. Yeah. And the roof that that the homeowner had was a metal roof. Ah. So you could really hear the rain hitting the roof from the inside of the house. He good, was talking good, to the homeowner. Good for snoozing, man. Good for naps. <laughs> yeah. So you could hear coming in. But they installed uh, an R60, which is about eight, 18 inches. And R60 is the optimal up there in New York. I, I believe he's from upstate. Yeah. And um and so they put 18 inches in and when they were done, the homeowner couldn't believe that they couldn't hear the rain anymore. Oh, wow. That yeah. it had actually stopped that sound. And they said it was really just a whole new layer of comfort in the home. So he, Byron wanted to share that with us and um, yeah, no, know, let us a... know that it, it works great. We talk about sound and all that, but that's a, that's a great example. Yeah, no, that's a great testimony. I was going to say we, you know, everybody knows the pest control, you know, the the fire aspects and and, and the comfort and heating and cooling and saving. But oftentimes we overlook the acoustical properties, and so that's a that's a great testimony for that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you guys, uh, you know, send us some more stories like that, and I won't uh, I won't tell any more dumb jokes um, <laughs> <laughs> unless you like them. Uh, I mean. You know, what do you call a hippie's wife? Oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> Mississippi. Uh. <laughs> and I apologize to the state of Mississippi for that. Uh. Uh. <laughs> harmless. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Send us your jokes to podcast at tapinsulation.com. Uh, your stories, oh, that'd be, uh, you know, we will read that. Uh, get your story on the podcast. You'll get a tap pack as well. And uh, hey, that's it. The show's over. Yep, sounds and, good. We'll have the next one coming out, and uh, that'll wrap it up for radiation conduction and convection. Yeah, and uh, happy new year to everybody out there. Um, this will do it for now. Uh, until next time, be well. Yep, keep those feet on the joists, people. Woohoo!